Hey guys, so this is the very first episode of Sarah versus Everybody. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to do with this podcast is I wanted to have a podcast that kind of just discussed a lot of the things that were going on in current society, whatever you want to say. And I wanted something that really kind of just kind of address some of the issues that we were all facing because there's stuff going on in my life, for example, that I'm noticing is kind of a reoccurring theme in all of our lives. There's a weird sense of desperation. There's a weird sense of frustration. We feel like the walls are closing in and the pandemic has made that worse. So if you're trapped in a loveless marriage, guess what? You're now trapped in a loveless marriage and you guys are physically trapped together and you can't move. Um, If you are trapped in a job that you wanted to leave so badly, guess what? You're now clinging to that bad boy for dear life because it's kind of hard out here. We're all kind of being set forced to reassess our decisions. We're all being forced to look at our lives and look at the choices that we make and all the people we associate with. And when I was sitting down and I was doing this last year, um, towards the very beginning, the very beginning of the pandemic, when everybody was panicking, and believe you me, I panicked. I was terrified. I've never experienced a pandemic. I've never. I've never heard of anything like this. I've never seen anything like this, as most of us haven't, right? I was making all sorts of concessions for people and how they were reacting to this situation, all of their behaviors and all the ways that, you know, I thought that this would be a time that we all kind of came together. We all kind of bonded together, almost like with 9-11. There was a sense of patriotism. There was a sense of togetherness, oneness. Um, That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Well, at least not for me. And I started to look around and I started looking at the relationships of the people that I knew. And I started wondering what was going on with them. And I started to find that we were all kind of experiencing that very same feeling of I thought that I was closer to the people around me than I was. I thought that the people that were supposed to be on my team, whether by blood or by sexual association, whether they're your relationship, you're in a relationship with them or you're dating them, whatever. I thought we had... I thought I could count on you in these situations or in these times, right? So a year later now, we're still in the pandemic. Uh, The economy has definitely taken a hit. Socially, we seem to all be at each other's throats and we're all kind of having a hard time talking to one another, having basic conversations, basic common sense conversations, mind you. We can't seem to get on the same page. So whatever's going on out there, it's one thing if it's all going on out there, but a lot of us are kind of paying attention to what's going on out there as a way of avoiding what's going on in house. So that was one of the first things that kind of drove me to wanting to create this podcast. There was a there's a sense of you really are going to have to be all you've got. You really are going to have to be the person who looks out for you, who checks in with you, who looks after you. And this idea of we're all in it together, let's cut the bullshit. It's just not the case. So when I started figuring out or I started kind of like contemplating the first episode, there was one thing that kept coming into my mind and I kept thinking about it over and over again. And that was the question, who checked in? Who was the person that at the beginning of all of this called and said, are you okay? Who was the person that made sure that you were straight while you're so busy taking care of everybody else? And a lot of us are in that dynamic. You're usually the person that people look to. 
Or if you're not the person that people look to, you're the person that people can comfortably shit on so that they don't have to look at themselves. You play a role regardless, whether you're the scapegoat or the golden child, whether you're the, the hero or the villain, trust me, everyone needs you in some way. So if they need you, did they check in on you? Who were the people that actually took the added step of just saying, what's going on with you? Are you okay? If you're a single mother and you've got children, who was the person that said, how are you holding up being trapped at home alone with your children? And there's a chance you might lose your job. After you being that person that was so willing to help everybody else, you were always there for everyone, always willing to, to you know, cook or babysit or just be a sympathetic ear. How many of you are fathers? Your job has been completely thankless for the majority of your relationship, the majority of your marriage. There's no one really thanking you for all the practical things that you do, whether it's fixing the car, changing tires, um, well, I guess that's fixing the car, paying the mortgage, putting a little something down on the bills, just being present, especially in a day and age where not a lot of kids are growing up in two-parent households. How many people are actually commending the fact that you could easily walk away? And let's face it, ladies, we know that they can't. Where is the thank you for any of the things that we are bringing to the table and bringing to people's lives? Who's actually checking in to check on us? Oh, I, for I forgot. People do check on us when they need something, when they want something. How many of you, whether you get your money by rook or by crook, we all have those people in our lives and if you have them, I understand because I've had them too. People who will complain about your job, people who will complain about the things that you do and the ways that you make your money, whether you do it by sitting in a boardroom or sliding up and down a pole. Your parents will tell you they don't like the way you make your money, they don't like the way that you earn your living, and tell you, well, I told you to aim higher, I didn't raise you this way. Well, I feel like you should get a better job. What have you contributed to this for you to have this opinion? But also keep in mind, while they're telling you all the ways that they disapprove of your life choices, don't they always seem to have their hand out? Aren't they always asking for something? Because the assumption is that you got it. You have it. So what's the problem? There's no issue. They don't care about all the ways that you have to penny pinch, and all the, way, all the concessions you have to make in order to have what you have. They don't give a shit. Everybody is so accustomed to feeding off of you that you seldomly stop and ask the question, am I feeding myself? Before you know it, you're stuck in codependent relationships with people you can't stand and you're terrified of leaving. You've built your life around people who you know that at the drop of a dime, at the drop of even the slightest bit of inconvenience, they will turn on you and you still won't walk away. You have friends who you know are jealous and envious of you, but you keep them around out of some weird sense of trying to create a family, establish loyalty, or, or prove yourself in some, some way. Maybe you're a little more ambitious than the people around you. Maybe you have a little bit more of that extra zeal that they don't have, that thing, that spark, that they just don't have. And what you're finding is the more you hang out with these people, the more they're slowly trying to become you, trying to feed off of your energy but they will never give you credit for what you bring to the table. They like your taste, they like your style, they like your swag. They like the way you dress, they like the way you speak, they like the way you get down and the way that you do things in life and the way you always seem to kind of figure things out. They admire that about you, but they will never tell you. In fact, they will do everything in their power to diminish you while having their hand out. We've got to do better. 
at the core of this podcast is not the idea that we're just going to be contentious with people for the sake of being contentious. That's just pointless. There's a lot of that going on right now, and people are reaping the benefits and the punishments and the repercussions of that. The point of this podcast is to have the honest conversation with ourselves that if no one is checking in on us, we've got to really do a better job of checking in on ourselves. So that means stop denying that your childhood has fucked you up. And we're going to talk to some therapists about that. And we're not going to have the light, airy, fairy conversations about just healing your inner child. We're going to be, there's going to be some honest, horrible conversations that are quite painful. And some of them are going to result in you telling one or if not both of your parents to go fuck themselves. It's also going to involve you putting up boundaries. How many people are in your life right now sucking you dry because you just, you're, it's just not in your nature to say no. You've accepted that your role is to be the martyr. You inherently feel like you're a piece of shit. You inherently feel like you've done things wrong and you deserve to spend your life atoning and being punished for it. When does your suffering end? When do you get to go back to being about you? And when do they have to take responsibility for themselves? How many of us are stuck being that person that because we made mistakes, because we did things wrong, we are terrified of change. We are terrified of being someone else because we recognize that part of evolving is being someone new. And who is that person really? We don't want to have to change. We don't want to have to be anything other than what we have than what we currently are. And I understand. But that's not going to fix anything. That's not going to change anything. And on top of that, it's not going to get the useless fucking people in your life out of your face. Life is too short. And on top of that, if at the end of it all, after you've made the concessions and after you've compromised and sold yourself short and settled for less and tolerated people who you knew were going to betray you, knew were going to backstab you and treat you like shit. These people, how many of these people are going to find out one day that you die of a heart attack? Maybe you get cancer. Who's coming to visit you in the hospital? Who's coming to see if you're okay? Who's coming to your funeral? And once that funeral's over and they've gone to the wake and everybody's eat, eating food and talking shit and pretending they gave a shit about you while you were alive, who's going to be there to tend to your grave when the moss takes over it? How quickly will you be forgotten by all the people that you were too afraid to stand up to, too afraid to speak to, too afraid to confront or abandon because they didn't bring anything to your table? So when I say Sarah versus everybody, it's really Sarah versus every part of herself and yourself that is at war with you, the parts of you that just can't seem to let go, the parts of you that are so obsessed with being a part of a unit, a part of a family, a part of a, a group of people that you've lost yourself in the process. So this isn't just Sarah versus everybody in terms of conversations about politics, which we will get into. And some of you are not going to like what I have to say, but that's your fucking problem. I didn't tell you to listen. It's not also just going to be conversations about um, the state of affairs, social, social issues. And again, some of you are not going to like what I have to say. And once again, I didn't fucking tell you to listen. Kick rocks. I don't know why people won't say that more often. Get out of my face if you don't want to hear what I have to say. It's not for you. But if that's the case, 
and you want to stick around and you want to hear what I have to say, and I'm going to ramble and jog all over the place because that's just how my brain works. Follow along, follow along. You'll learn to keep up. You're going to have to confront the same things that I'm confronting, and every episode is geared towards that. We have to be honest with ourselves and we have to be honest about how we're feeling. You don't necessarily have to tell everybody how you're feeling, but you need to be honest with yourself. A wise woman once told me to serve the Kool-Aid, mix the Kool-Aid, serve the Kool-Aid, but don't drink the Kool-Aid. And maybe one day if this podcast actually does well enough, I can have her on here and she can actually tell you this herself. You'd be surprised the kind of things you can learn from people if you shut your mouth, pay attention, and let women and men who are wise enough and have the experience speak. And that's exactly what I intend to do. Talk to people who know more than me. Talk to people who are more educated on some of the things in the human condition that we just ignore. And see what they have to say. And find ways to make my life better. And hopefully if you want to stick around, you can make your life better too. But you're going to have to stop lying to yourself. You're going to have to stop hanging around with the hating ass motherfuckers in your life who want nothing more for you. And you're going to have to stop. You're, you're just going to have to stop doing the things that aren't giving you the outcomes that you want because you don't know what else to do. A lot of our behaviors and a lot of the bullshit that we do is out of habit, and I get that. We're all creatures of habit, and especially if you grew up with a fucked up childhood, there are patterns that are just kind of at work because you don't know anything else, and you're probably growing up around fucked up people too. But did it ever occur to you that you might actually be powerful? Did it ever occur to you that you might actually be the type of person who can manifest the life that you actually want, and the people around you are actually in either overt or subtle ways working against that because they sense that you might go somewhere that they can't come. I know how hard it is to change your life. I know how hard it is to confront yourself and I understand how hard it is to let things go. Being on your own is very difficult and it's very, very much something that you have to get comfortable with. If you cannot be with you, you can't be with anyone. And if you don't learn how to heal yourself, you're going to keep messing with the dude who reminds you of daddy who's emotionally unavailable, treats you like garbage. And on top of that, he keeps you in rotation with like 12 other girls who are also just as damaged and he's not using a condom with any of them. So you're forever burning. I haven't had that experience, but I know a few girls who have. And it's devastating. Because each and every one of us deserves to live the life of our dreams, but we have to work for us, work for it, and we also have to stop lying to ourselves in order to get it. And that's what I'm looking to do. So, with that said, we're going to have some conversations with people who are quite frankly the kinds of people we should be listening to. Not your idiot friend who's in the same position as you and you have no idea why it is that he's telling you the things that he's telling you or she's telling you the things that she's telling you when her life is clearly fucked up. We're going to talk to psychologists, psychotherapists. We're going to be talking to people who are in char- who who actually understand the world in a philosophical as well as what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Like the practical application of life. Like the people who actually studied the stuff that we need to know and the people who have actually experienced the stuff that we need to know. And not all of these people are going to be scholars. Some people are just going to scholars in the traditional sense, I mean. Some of these people are just going to be people who are from the school of hard knocks. You wouldn't, be, you wouldn't believe the kinds of things that I have learned from strippers, from drug dealers, from um, people who, because they don't make six figures, people think they have nothing to offer, nothing to say. 
they tend to be the observers of life and they tend to be very, very keenly tuned into human nature. And those are the people we want to talk to. So let's do it. Again, everybody, the everybody portion of this is actually just you versus yourself. The different aspects of yourself. Of course, there's going to be some smoke with all the other people out there with the, the social justice idiots who want to turn everything into a goddamn cause to avoid the fact that their lives are in shambles. And there's a lot of that going on. You're out there picketing, yelling, screaming, and you're doing all of that to avoid the fact that you have no idea where your career is going. You have no idea what your life is really about. You have no idea what you're really supposed to be focused on, so you might as well attach yourself to a cause because protesting makes you feel like you've, do, like you've done something. I've done it before. I get it. Don't worry, guys. I get it. So, if you can handle my rambling, <laughs> and if you can handle intense conversations that are going to trigger you, make you upset, hurt your feelings, your feelings will be hurt at some point, I promise you. And stick around. Let's talk. Let's shoot the shit. And let's also learn some interesting things. Like, for example, ladies, I think part of the issue that we have as women is that we're very, very delusional when it comes to men. And I've had a lot of jobs in my past. And some of those jobs have actually given me a very, very interesting insight into the world of men. Uh, and for those of you who are trying to figure out relationships, I'm sure your ears have perked up. I have a few things to tell you. Some of them are going to break your heart. Some of them are absolutely going to make you triggered, of course, but they're always going to be things that are going to be helpful for you. And a lot of the relationship that you have with men, ladies, unfortunately, it has to do with how you have the, the relationship that you have with yourself. If your relationship to you is fucked up, the men you attract are going to be fucked up too. But that's just one aspect. We're also going to be talking about the sexual side of things. We're not going to make a big, huge deal of making the podcast completely centered around that. There's plenty of podcasts that do nothing about nothing more than talk about dudes and thoughting and, you know, just getting out there and doing whatever the hell you want. Those podcasts are awesome. I love those podcasts. A prostitute compassionate I am. I am very much a person who believes that women should be able to do whatever they want. However, you need to bear the consequences of that, ladies. If you want to be out there and be for the streets the same way these dudes are, and we can all admit that a lot of these dudes are gross, and men can admit that a lot of women are gross, you have to be willing to accept the consequences of that. Just part of being a woman, part of being an adult. We're going to get into that too. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it for today. The next episode, we're going to be talking to actually you know what i'm gonna let the next episode be a surprise this is just a little introduction to let you know where we're going with this and hopefully we can have some really great moments i'm really hoping for that i'm not expecting this podcast to be joe rogan it's most likely never going to be joe rogan joe rogan is in a stratosphere of his own but i would like to be a place where we can comfortably have some honest conversations with one another and admit that we're all kind of fucked up we're all bullshitting we're all hypocrites and we're all full of it we're all lying to ourselves in a lot of really weird and interesting ways and i understand i lie to myself all the time and i'm trying to work on doing that a little bit less i lie to myself about what i want i lie to myself about people i lie to myself all all the time all the time i am not floating on a lily pad over anybody when i say any of this stuff so with that said this is sarah versus everybody and i'll see you next time